I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Fronting Up with Olympic swimmer Siobhan Marie O'Connor. This is season four of the podcast and it's all about the biggest influences on their career. I did my biggest influences on my family. Um, you know, I actually thought about it the other day and I we, we spoke about it, about, you know, just joke about it really, about how being a swimming parent is so demanding. But it is definitely a full-time job. You know, I think my parents, ever since me and my brother were little, you know, if there was something we enjoyed, they just like poured their heart and soul into like allowing us to do it. And, you know, my brother played every sport under the sun. Um, I tried every sport under the sun. And then, and, you know, swimming was the, the one that stuck for me. Um, but being a swimming parent and being a sports parent, um, especially just requires so much from your parents, so much, you know, driving um, up and down the country to swimming competitions. You know, it's not, not you know, unheard of that my mum would, drive to um London like which is like two hours away just for me to swim one two minute race just to get time that I could then you know then qualify for a competition to then come back a weekend like whole weekends were taken up with swimming you know as I got older they had to get up at like 5 a.m take me to swimming then take me to school then go to work then finish work and then come pick me up from school and then take me to swimming and it was just like a constant you know full-time job for them just to sort of allow me to kind of do what I wanted to do and like it was massively important because without their support even from sort of that age I just wouldn't have been able to do it um but like not just the sort of ferrying me around and sort of actually taking me to places um my my mum and dad and my family definitely helped me to become the athlete that I am and without them I wouldn't have been able to get through the tough times you know, I, I sort of spoke about the, the the struggles that I've had with my health, and you know, when there was times where, yeah, I'd say that I'm I'm quite tough, but like I'm not as tough as um, I, you know, uh, they helped me through so much, and there was times where I didn't really have the strength myself, and they sort of picked me back up, dusted me off, um, and, you know, gave me some of the best advice I could have ever asked for, which has stuck with me you know, all through, throughout my career. Um, I remember, a, <clears throat> I remember a, like sort of quite important lesson for me was when um, I missed out on the London 2012 Olympics the first time round at the qualification trials in London. Um, you know, I'd made the world, te- world senior team the year before in 2011. So I sort of thought, oh, well, like, you know, if I have a great race, I could definitely, like, I think I can make the team. Um, and, you know, I had that that sort of glimmer of hope of oh, potentially, you know, I could I could get into a home Olympics. But I'd never dealt with the nerves of trying to make a home Olympic team. I'd never dealt with the nerves of even trying to make a senior team. Um, and when it came to the competition, 
I was an absolute nervous wreck. I was a complete mess. I had, you know, an absolute terrible race. Um, and I missed out and both slots for the team got filled by two other girls. And I remember it was sort of quite early on in the week um, for, of the competition of, of the British trials. And I remember I just wanted to go home and cry. And I just didn't want to even look at a swimming pool, you know, the next day or whatever. I just said to mum, dad, I want to go home. I want to cry. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to carry on swimming. Like I've just, you know, I, I, I was so devastated. And they said to me, they said, no, tomorrow you're going to thank us for this, but you're going to get up in the morning and you're going to swim and you're not going to go home. You're going to, you're just going to get back on the horse as quickly as you can. And you're going to put it to bed as, you know, the very next day, because the longer you let it drag, the the worse it's going to feel. Um, And so as hard as it was the next day, I, I got up and I swam another event. I swam the 200 breaststroke and I remember it was just the most like painful event. I didn't want to be there. I didn't want everyone sort of, sort of, you know, giving you the whole sympathy of not making the team. But I did it. And I think off the back of that, I think off the back of putting that result to bed so quickly, I then just dusted myself off. And a few months later, I, I was ready to make the team in the second trials and in um, for the 100 breaststroke, which was a complete, you know, puncher's chance at making the team. But I don't think I would have been able to do it if I'd have just sort of, you know, carried on feeling sorry for myself and let, letting that drag on so my parents have just guided me through every tough time and given me solid advice and you know when I sort of didn't really see the way they've been there um and I'd also say like you know the the other like one of well, the probably the biggest influence on me was my coach Dave McNulty who was my coach from when I was 14 up until last year um so for nine years he was my coach and he pretty much guided me through you know my my whole career um from start to finish he saw me grow up um and again he he shaped me into who I am I think he was almost like a second father figure to me um and again it wasn't smooth sailing um you know he sort of saw the potential in me from very early on and he saw that I was probably too young to kind of again like really get it on my own to to sort of to understand what it took to get to on an Olympic podium and he knew how good my chance was and basically he made the decision that he was going to drag me kicking and screaming <laughs> all the way to the podium whether it sort of meant us falling out or not and I'm sure he wouldn't mind me saying but the year of the Olympics we were just you know at our wits end both of us like it was so hard you know there was days where we would you know not be talking because we'd fallen out or you know we just had like such a <laughs> like a, a tough relationship we both wanted the same thing we we're both very similar in the fact that we were stubborn and um it was just you know a coach athlete relationship is kind of like no other it's, it's sort of quite quite stressful at times and he just wanted the best out of me and I you know I felt like it was just a lot that year it was so much pressure and you know I sort of didn't really know how to cope with it but then he did exactly what he needed to do to get me to swim the time that I did at the Olympics and then to to achieve the result I did like and you know I'd say now like and even before that but we're he's like I'd regard him as a member of my family like we're so close and um you know it's it really was like what it took and it was yeah I'm so grateful to him for literally doing everything it took and sort of putting you know his 
uh, like he said, he always joked that he just wanted a quiet life. And he, uh, he just said, he was like, I'd do anything to get you and help you to be on that podium. And all the hard lessons and, you know, the, the ways he like pushed me and made me tough. Um, it got me there and yeah, shaped me to be the person that I am and the athlete that I am, definitely. Thanks for listening to Fronting Up. Please subscribe, follow, like, share and leave us a review or you can find us on social media at Fronting Up Pod. Remember the episodes are released daily, Monday to Friday. And if you're new to the podcast, don't forget to check out the previous episodes of more sporting superstars Fronting Up. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.